her again with the Relationship Goal Podcast. It's James. Hey, you got Shantae. And it's Shayla here. What's going on, everybody? Um, a lot of shit going on in the world. Right. Yeah. It's a, a crazy, shit, lot of shit going on. Got, crazy um, world. You know. Um, we got of course, we're going to have to talk about it because it's bullshit. Well, yeah. I'm. We have. What? Okay, he sounded like he was trying to say something. <laughs> I was just going to talk about the corona that's still going on. But fuck the corona. Wait, that's still important. There's more important things to talk about. And that is the George Floyd, these riots, the shooting. Right. So, yeah, rest Black in peace. Black Lives Matter. To George Floyd and condolences to his family. Yes. You know, to Dion Johnson here in Arizona, <clears throat> killed. Yep. Brianna. A lot of shit going on and uh, a lot of... Uh, protesting and looting and shit going on. I know Crazy. wherever y'all listen to y'all um, probably dealing with some of the same shit we dealing city. with. right? And I know Arizona, where we at, just put a curfew in effect. What is it? Eight? Mm-hmm. Eight to five. Eight p.m. For a Gotta week. get that ass in the so, house. I mean, for, they say for a they week say now. for a week right now. Right. And we done seen some military trunk, uh, trucks and tanks and shit mm-hmm. on our freeways. So it's been crazy. They yeah. hit up Scottsdale. They acted. Grabbed their shit. I mean, but for those that don't know what Scottsdale is, that's the little a city. preppy white <laughs> city here in uh, yes. Arizona. Not all that, but I mean, anyway, it's just a sad situation that you know. Definitely, we still gotta go through the bullshit, the and protests. You know, it's I don't know. It's been a long time coming, and we still dealing with some of the same shit, same issues that we we've been dealing with, and it's just with all of us being you know black. And shit is just it, it, hits, it hits a little different than maybe than other than other people. I know our audience pro- mostly is probably seventy five, eighty percent black too, if not more. And a lot of you guys is um feeling some type of way about the situation too. But again, we just wanted to start off with our condolences to his family and everybody else family and everybody else that is affected by that situation. And we're all in this together. Exactly. <clears throat> but y'all ready? Yeah, we'll get it. Let's get it. Sorry, um, we back. You know, um, another episode. Day late. We are day late. We apologize. You know, a lot of shit <laughs> been going on. They just decided to do the the curfew the day we was going to record. So. Right. So I mean, <laughs> then, you know, it's, it's last minute because we've been busy and shit. We got to make sure everything right on our end. But I mean, we gonna we gonna mm-hmm. try to get them back to y'all consistent consistently. Get you some info out there. All right, but, sure. but I'll get into it uh, with good, bad, and reality. Y'all. Mm-hmm. So I think this topic is really good. So of course, as we've said, you know, all of our moments aren't rainbows and butterflies and kisses and shit. We have those times where we're fighting, or all three of us, or some of us, or just two of us, or whatever, mm-hmm. full blown arguments. Um, so today we're going to talk about how we kind of like heal the relationship or like come back together um unified in the relationship when we're having those fits of arguments mm-hmm. um maybe it was a day maybe it was a few days maybe it was a week but how we can all afterwards really heal and nurture the relationship so there's nothing being dragged on mm-hmm. um moving forward so just a few a few things we'll kind of take it i guess stepwise in a sense but so either the first thing to kind of think about is that immediately after or even during the fight, I'd probably say during um, taking an intentional timeout, like, Mm -hmm. 
you know, walking away, like even if it's right after the fight and you guys have talked about it, still take that time that, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go out and, you know, run some errands or whatever. And, you know, you or, hey, I'm going to do this thing on my own. Um, and I guess a few things with that is, number one, it has to be accepted by everyone. Right. So it can't be seen as, oh, he's like another thing to piss you off, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. that they're taking this time out. I, essentially, all of us should, I think, especially with our person, all of our personalities, mm-hmm. definitely need that time out. And mm-hmm. it does wonders um, right. when we're fighting. So I guess with you, so with you guys, when you guys take your own personal time out, what do you guys like to do to kind of just by yourself, bring yourself back down? Well, for me, I like to go around family. So like, you know, whether if it's, a whole group of us, or if it's just like me and my sister, um, just hanging around maybe a different audience, I guess, or in a different environment from the negativity that Mm -hmm. I was around. Or sometimes I just watch TV, watch movies, kind of chill and have a mental day where it's just me. Nice. I think the family one's a good one. Do Do you seek their family's advice? When you're around family or, or does it just, just getting in a different environment helps out? Well, I don't really talk about our problems to my mm-hmm. family. So okay. it's just being around them. Okay. Kind of a distraction in a way. Right. So you're not right. just sitting thinking about thinking it. Thinking about it, like doing other but things. I know I know with me just um just getting away helps. I mean I don't have to be doing anything in particular. I just know just getting out of the situation because I know um, I get upset and I say something I, I'm a regret or I don't mean or some shit or do something that I know I wouldn't do. So I just have to get in my, like, talk to myself almost, like get in my head and just be like, okay, sometimes, sometimes it's, okay, this was your fault. You did that wrong. Sometimes it's, it wasn't that big of a deal. And sometimes it just, you know, just taking a step back and, like realizing and just calming down, you know, and thinking and just thinking and just getting like Shante said, just getting away from the whatever was the ne- net negativity and just clearing your head, clearing your head space and then come back and talk when everybody is not heated at each other and everybody is not arguing. Because, again, like you're going to when you use, when you're upset, you say things that you don't mean or you overreact to the smallest shit, even even walking away, you know, even I know sometimes I know we saying right now is like getting in, getting your own time and getting away from getting away from the negativity. But even when some of us walk away, sometimes I know that bothers each of us as well. Right. And I, so I think it's a good aspect because I know for me particularly, that is one thing that bothers me <clears throat> mm-hmm. and that. Is something that I've had to over the course of you know the whole relationship, um, and definitely with you, James, that uh, I've had to compromise with of letting you step away and giving you that space. Um, and I think in doing that, it helps me realize the things that I like to do mm-hmm. to to calm myself down, um, or to like just reflect on it. And I sometimes I like to drive. That's really I'll just drive. And then end up you somewhere. You got your little spot. Yeah, I like. I always trip. drive. Mm-hmm. I'll drive, or I'll have little, like you said, I'll have little spots, and they're always scenery. Uh-huh. So like, this my little spot over by the other house. 
scenery, reflection, like just nature and just uh-huh. scenery. And then, or sometimes, I, again, I just be driving and I just want to see scenery. Right. And then I'll just stop somewhere to just think and to just breathe. Um, also smoking helps. <laughs> um, but that definitely helps. Uh, but I think that's my biggest thing is this is scenery mm-hmm. and to really just to calm and reflect. Cause I, before I really like to think about what happened in the argument, I like to calm myself down. Cause I feel like if you're still hyped up and you're thinking about it, even if you are by yourself, you're going to make yourself, you're going to like rev yourself up more mm-hmm. than to just text right, messages. Then you send them text messages. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like, look, we just said we was given this time. So what do you say? So still mad. Bro. Right. Because we're still mad, but we haven't let ourselves calm down before right, we're that, really thinking about it. It goes to say, um, it's easy to, to say what's gonna work, but it takes the effort to actually do it. Listen and like sometimes you gotta like, look, we said we was gonna do this and shit. Sometimes even that don't work. But you just take takes practice just like any any and other thing right yeah practice and patience yes and then also um a good thing with that is coming to an agreement like before an argument you know hey we're not gonna take more than this long to cool down uh-huh. or you know we're not gonna you know go x amount of time without talking about mm-hmm. this like we're this is going to be revisited um, and I think that's important. And I think just for us in particular, I know like a d- 24 hours you, you kind of got <laughs> before you <laughs> need to say something, you know, or I say something, whichever uh-huh. one. And that's another thing is having that agreement of who, who always, you know, because one person doesn't always want to be the one to c- come and say, okay, right. like, right. can we talk, you mm-hmm. know, that. Number one, if you are coming to you, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh And then two, you're rejecting that person. You know, essentially, you guys came to agreement. They're coming to you to try to resolve it, and you're rejecting the the resolution. Mm -hmm. So, just make sure, even if it's not your time right now to talk, that you still polite. You know, come in in a polite manner of you know, look. I know you're ready to talk right now and we are going to talk about this, but I know I'm still mad about it. So I'm the things I'm going to say may not be what I mean. So right. if you just maybe give me a little bit more time, um, nothing unreasonable, but right. more time. Um, and then also, which is kind of like a, the second step or like olive branch or like a segue to that is extend, extending the olive branch. So being that person to be like, it's okay to talk now. Or like, I'm sorry. Uh, just essentially what I was just saying. It's just right. extending that. Just being, you don't always have to be the first person to apologize. Mm-hmm. But you can at least acknowledge what's going on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, extending that olive branch doesn't mean accepting defeat. Mm-hmm. You know, right. or. And, maybe, and sometimes it's like maybe what your partner needs to see is an opening. Mm-hmm. You know, just so they know they're like you're it's not okay. too upset like you're not gonna bite their fucking head off if you talk to them right you right. know and that's some, sometimes just reassuring and makes it easier for your partner to approach you and it doesn't yeah. always have to be the person that's sorry mm-hmm. that right, right. that says something first i think that's something i know like for some reason in the back of my mind i just feel like well 
what the fuck do I have to say? He's the one that needs to be sorry. She's the one that needs to be sorry. You right. know. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes getting that out out of your head and just it doesn't have to be in a sorry, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm sorry for when you're talking to him. Just an out like an acknowledgement. And then another thing is that physical. Sorry. What is, what is an, for those that don't know, what could be an acknowledgement? Acknowledgement could have been restating, reviewing what happened. Like, look, my feelings were hurt because this happened, but I, you know, I understand that by me doing this, it made you feel that way too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how can we go forward? So instead of just, oh, you made me feel so, you know, you're blaming, blaming, it's you're acknowledging both sides of the story, what you did, what, how you felt, and letting them do Mm -hmm. the same and moving forward. And then I really like the physical, like, acknowledgement or olive branch like even if it's just a hug Mm -hmm. you don't say nothing to me or maybe that's what starts the conversation is just coming up after we've been arguing and hugging Mm -hmm. or giving me a kiss or something like that just some type of warmth some nurture to show right some reassurance like i'm still here i know we're fighting but still love you Mm -hmm. and we can talk this out right um but yeah, just anything small and cringe, just really, really small so that it kind of thaws out the tension mm-hmm. and then sets up for the conversation, which is kind of the next piece is having that conversation. Right. And actively listening to your partner's perspective. Um, so a lot of times I know when I go into stuff, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. And sometimes and obviously when you're. Anytime you're listening to someone and you're thinking about what you're going to say, you're not listening to them. Right. You're just not. Right. You're not hearing them. So just really taking that time to listen to them. Like, despite maybe you were chilling. How right do you think? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So do we feel like with this this part, as far as listening, do any of, do you feel like any of us or like ourselves, just struggle with that at all because i know i'll be the first one to say definitely sometimes yes i feel like all of us can do um a better job at listening to one another because like you said once you like you you go into it thinking like i already know what i'm gonna say or once i know my thing is like once you say something or or shantae once either one of you guys say something that 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 I know is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm thinking about is how wrong I am. Like I'm not listening <laughs> to nothing else. Yeah, like, right. If you said that's wrong, then all of it. Then, wrong. then to, right to you, you know I mean? everything right. else is wrong. right. So if you start off with the wrong, like you're wrong. So it ain't so nothing, nothing else, else that the, I say. The rest matter. of the like if, pretty much. Yes, if that's one, why you got to prepare yourself. If before one you come sentence to in a paragraph is false, huh? the whole paragraph is false. And he's not dying. I'm just saying that's me. right. That's right. your. That's me. That's but that's something that you have to work on. Right, right. You just know? like you said. Right, like you listening. Already, I always right. come up with. I'm not thinking about nothing. None of y'all finna say. Right. Talk about what I'm finna right. say. So. And with me, at least I start off listening. But once right. you say some wrong shit, it's a wrap. Ain't nothing else. You, everything so else is a domino effect. Everything like, else I is listen. Void. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I listen, but I think I. I, don't know. I feel like you have to hear have to it from buttons. more than just one person, because when you just hear it from him, I might say the same thing and rephrase it, and then you'll kind of be like, "Oh, oh okay. yeah." Versus mm-hmm. like when he tells you, it's still like 
nah. Right. So, yeah, you know? that's true because I feel like sometimes with him, I'm repeating myself. So? Because he's not getting what I'm trying to tell him or something. But it, then when I hear it from you. Yes. So it you is don't. Because, okay, no, I get what she's saying. She's saying basically like she doesn't acknowledge your answer because she doesn't feel like you even understand what she's what I'm asking. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you interpret it how you want to interpret it. Or you make it, it's like you're switching words and, or putting words in my mouth. Right, and I keep asking, so you need to kind of define it more, elaborate more. Yeah, if I'm not understanding it, you can't punish me for not understanding No, and that's another reason why we don't need to be communicating through text when we're right. fighting. Facts, facts. Same so that's why so, this, that's why this, um, this conversation needs to be done in person. Right. When we're having, you know, having those arguments. Right. I don't think you'll ever be able to resolve a resolu- an argument in a in text a message. Text message. No. It's just not. It'll be lingering. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like, and, and even if you guys are still disagreeing with each other, because I know that happens too, where at the end everyone's right. explained everything and you like, look. I still don't agree. I, don't, I, right, like, no. I, don't, I still don't. So at least just saying, you know, sorry that that, that's not my intentions. Essentially, that wasn't my intention. Sorry, it's that's how you. That's how it made you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Essentially, right, just, you know. If it, I mean, even if it's your fault, if somebody feels some types of way about it, I mean, it's like you can't be like, oh, no, you shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, you know? right. And just owning up to it, I guess, and understanding that you're not right all the time, or and the other person understanding like maybe I'm overreacting. Right. You know, maybe I'm over emotional to what he or she has to say. And it takes a compromise on both ends to make it work. To make it work. Because arguments are going to happen. And then a lot of compromises happen in relationships. It's not going to be just always your way. Always your way and always their way. A lot of compromises make the relationships work. Mm -hmm. And that's why before you have this conversation, you do take the time and you calm yourself down so that you're having a reasonable, rational conversation with your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once you get to kind of, you know, you've listened to their part, right? And now you're, you're sharing your story. Number one, of course, it's hard to listen to your role of an argument, even especially if you don't agree with it. But so like, Hey, well, you were disrespectful by saying, I'm telling you, you were disrespectful by saying X, Y, and Z. Obviously, it's hard for you to hear, hear that if you don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially hold, just kind of hold on, and then you can kind of have your yeah. side of things. And then just for tips, when you're explaining your argument um, or perspective or whatever, try not avoid focusing on blame. It does, you know, if you're coming to a solution, it doesn't matter whose fault. It is necessarily. It's what is the solution? What are we both going to do going forward? Mm-hmm. So instead of starting with statements like "you always," mm-hmm. like you always leave the toothpaste out, um, you, you could say, say that. <laughs> so "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> you could kind of say, "Well, she's working on herself." Right. Instead of saying, <laughs> "You know, you always," uh, you could be like, "You know, hey," or a different example, like, "Okay, you never." Cook yeah. dinner, right? You never cook dinner. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying that, I could say, you know, there's days that I have a really long day and I'm really exhausted and it, it would just make my day mm-hmm. if maybe I could come home and you could have dinner cooked. And that's just something that you can take off my plate. Mm-hmm. So that sounds a lot more less right. blamey right. than like you never with, fucking cook dinner. Right. Just come, <laughs> come with a solution instead of throwing And then the other person is... 
you know, obviously going to be defensive with that leg. Right. Versus you're going to be very open and understanding. Like, she's okay. I I can understand that. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, she does have some days where she's tired. Like, I could probably do that, do something quick. You know, it's whatever. Um, Also, instead of starting statements with you, Uh I use I and use your perspective to lessen the blame. So maybe like, you know, when you just stay out, all night and you don't call or you don't blah, 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 I get really nervous or like, I just get really worried. I get really anxious and it would just really help that if a quick text or, Uh you know, whatever it was, whatever it is, but just switching how you're saying it so that it's not like you, 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 you realize you just thought it was you, right? Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> she what? I just started the sentence with the U when I was saying start oh, with yeah. an I. Um, but again, I'm and I think all right, three right. of us can work on that. Right. Because I know, I would say like I def- sometimes try to, because again, you got to be careful with what you say, because like with him, because if you say something wrong, then you know, I know he right. ain't listening to that. So I'd be really thinking about what I'm going to say. Know what? Was, we were having a disagreement about something and I started off with, I feel like, you know, the little, the, the I feel statements. Uh-huh. And he kind of like, you know, his response to that made me feel better. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to start wording good. things See, a little differently a with him. Yeah. Because exactly. if I worded it a different way, you're still saying the same thing regardless, but right, it's but the way he's adding, taking. Or, right. The context. Right. And I think so. it just essentially, it becomes again less blaming. It's less, mm-hmm. for, you know, finger pointing um, right. when you do when all of us do that. So I feel like that could be a good, good job. challenge for us, like for uh-huh. really know, thinking about that. Stuff. You wanted to do this whole um, the um, love languages thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually got the the idea from the Polly Patterson three. Uh-huh. so shout out to you guys but so it's each week um in the week of starting this week week of june we're going to do the week of june the first week of june oh, okay <laughs> um we're going to do each week based off a love language so uh-huh. this week we're doing um words of affirmation mm-hmm. and then next week whichever one we choose to do, but just basing that whole week off of that That love language. language Uh I think it'll also help us identify our own love languages. Cause you'd be like, you know what that week of that, I know, but it's different when you're in the act of it. You could be like, you know, I, you know, I know that we did our tests and Mm -hmm. that words of affirmation was like my top one that I thought was, but the week that we did, what's another one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the week we did the other one yeah. I felt much more appreciated Love so gifts, gifts, gifts um, quality, time. quality time so yeah and so, two other ones <laughs> right. but but yeah so I, I think I thought it was a really good idea so um, yeah but then also um, getting back to just when we're trying to nurture and heal things when we're doing the fightings after you guys have talked that first time and you've talked it out Try to, you know, give it a few days or whatever, or maybe even a week. Um, but it also says it's it, it's actually important to kind of sit back and return to that and get to the root of the issue. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, maybe the fight was about doing dishes. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys had your big fight. You calmed down. You talked and said, okay, you know, this is how I felt when you didn't do the dishes, blah, blah, blah. 
But maybe a few days later, you talk about what the real underlining resentment is. Maybe it's because you feel like you're doing everything Mm -hmm. and they're doing nothing or perhaps it even goes deeper, you know, whatever it is. But it kind of helps get to the root of things versus the surface level of the problem. So I know and I know when I saw that part of it, I felt I was really surprised because I was like, I feel like it can make you feel like you're just talking about it over and over and over again. Uh So how do you guys feel about it? I think it's a good idea Uh to revisit. Yeah, to get that underlining, but... I think it's a good idea, too, because sometimes situation you may think a situation is squashed and over with, but it really isn't. Mm. So that gives you an opportunity to bring it up. And maybe if you were feeling something you didn't say when you guys had that argument, you can say it then. But it doesn't have to be an argument the next time you guys talk about it. It can be like an actual conversation. Right. And then maybe that during that conversation, you can just close that and put Mm -hmm. that under the, you know, throw that under the rug. Yeah, and I think that's 100% right what you said. It's like kind of getting those things out that maybe you, after the conversation you thought about and you're like, you know, that's really actually what was the issue. Mm-hmm. It, it really wasn't even that little thing. Because that happens to me sometimes. sometimes it does. Sometimes we'll have arguments and then like a few days later, I'm like, shit, I should have said this. Or mm-hmm. I should have right. brought this up and I didn't. So it's right. just, Personally, I don't agree. No. Uh, no. I just feel like because... If we're talking about a situation, I mean, I can see it where you guys can think about it more after we done having a conversation about it. And you, in your mind, you say, I could have done this. I could have done that. I should have said this or that. But when in that moment, like we're having a conversation and we were um, discussing everything, I just feel like if it's dead and we end and we end it on a, a positive note. And then, then we should just dead it and let everybody be peaceful. I, if an argument ends, maybe on a, a still a disagreement, then mm-hmm. maybe I feel like it's um, important to come back to because it's no sense of like if we're all just disagreeing and still arguing while we're talking about the situation and we're not getting nowhere. Then instead of like having to repeat ourselves constantly saying the same thing in different ways and still not getting the results that we want, then it's going to turn into an argument again. And then maybe then you should just stop talking about it and talk about it later. But if we're all saying we talk about it and we both and we all end on like, okay, I get it. But even if we do end up on an agreement, who's to say somebody doesn't have those thoughts later on? That's what I'm saying. The thoughts is okay, but. So we shouldn't so bring it should up. We address the thoughts? Like if we're if the thoughts are still there, then that's gonna just then how do you know if it, it doesn't lingers. make that person more angry if you do something else that is related to that? Kind of mm-hmm. like the fight, and then the the fight becomes bigger because you guys didn't revisit it. Right, or the fights. Kind of like the fight we just had uh-huh. with me and you. But the fights become bigger once you bring it back up. Either too, also. No, I th- I think what it. Essentially, what she's bringing up is like, okay, say you have a fight or I know something what she's saying, happened. But I'm saying the same, the the same in the same in the same aspect. Like the fight can become bigger after, like, damn, we just argued and settled this shit. Why are we talking about it again? But that's but what I said. It doesn't have to be an argument. Yeah, and, it, and it's not supposed time. to be an argument at this point. It's you supposed to be a conversation of, hey. Look, I, you know, I know you said you're sorry or whatever it was, but 
X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. I am really I'm feeling this way. I'm not trying to start an argument. You know, I'm not, just, but... You know, mm-hmm. but this is... You know, it still has been bothering me. It's irking me, me Can still. we just talk about it? That's all, right. all. Just talk about it. It doesn't even have to be an argument. We can just talk about it. Right. I get what you're saying. I just don't agree. That's fine, babe. <laughs> like, I, I, I did not say I didn't get it. what I'm just saying. But that's what I'm going to do. I think it's to helpful life. for fine. some... I think it it's really fine. is. Because like, we had that example of it fine. this I'm past saying, week. It's fine. And, and in the same way, like... The same example you're giving, like we apo- we apologize and we, well, I thought the argument was over, but we didn't talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then, then it started. built resentment, which then, for me, I'm gonna act out different ways because mm-hmm. it's irritating me, and I already have this thing of okay, well, and we don't do this. You know what I mean? We don't bring it back up. So I then something happened because you was being a little distant. Well, yeah, because again, but I when there's something that's unresolved, if you have seen me acting weird, I'm telling you, it's because whether it was a sorry, whether whatever, you just I like still have those feelings. Uh-huh. There's there's something about whatever happened that didn't make me feel better about it. Right, and I get it. I'm just saying, like, once we talk about it, let's talk about it. Why wait on anything? Like, if we're going to discuss an argument, I want to, me personally, I want to get it all out so we won't have to come back to it. Like, let's settle it now. Like, tell me what I did wrong, and I'll tell you what I feel like you did wrong, if anything. Or but I that's how like, not how we want to do it, because then we're just blaming each other. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Or if I feel like I'm in a wrong, I feel like, oh, I know I messed up, and I'm sorry. Like, let's let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it right now, because I don't want us to come back tomorrow or a, a few days later and you still thinking about and you and that's gonna make you act a different way towards me and i'm like damn like, like get re-mad right. like mad all over right. again and it's gonna start a whole different argument and when it's and it boils down to we having a second third fourth argument over one thing i guess it just depends on how the first conversation went right because there right. doesn't need to be a sec- a third or fourth conversation from definitely not if you guys have already had the second one maybe during that time of you thinking about it write it down writing everything down that you feel that way but how can you say it can be a second conversation and then it don't need to be a third fourth because you're giving that okay what if we talk and then you come back with what you thought you didn't say and then the next day i come back with that's because i'm gonna write everything down Okay, but what if I come back the day after and say, I, I, I wanted to say Okay, that. but then... That's the third conversation. Well. So the second conversation's purpose is to find the underlining root. I think we're losing what the purpose of the conversation is. Right, if to we're close not getting, the issue. Right, if we're not getting the underlining cause of the issue out of our first discussion, mm-hmm. just the surface level of the one event that happens, but it's bigger than that one event... Mm-hmm. Then instead of talking about that one event and then the bigger picture in that first conversation, you talk about the event that happened. The second conversation is the bigger picture. It's the root cause of things. It's like, look. Says who though? It ain't no rules on. Well, no, no. I'm just saying this is depending on what the issue is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no rules on none of it, but essentially, there's ways to go about it so it's more effective than. Right, but all I'm saying is, how can you say it can be a second conversation, but it don't need to be a third or fourth? Well, if there needs to be a third or fourth 
then okay, that's fine. But I'm saying that but because the purpose of the be second a, is the root right. cause. There should be a, a, again, at that second one, if the person that's bringing it back up to you, obviously you might be good. And that the, the person that's bringing it up to you, maybe they've had some time to think about it and actually write those feelings down. And then mm-hmm. if you feel like it's still, there's... I don't know. Take some time to write it. I don't know. I think saying, I feel like if you write it down, no, I'm just then saying, you like know I said, we talk. all of the things that you need to talk about. I'm saying we talk, and like you said, like you said, Shantae, like, oh damn, I, I think I should have said that because that's how I feel. And you come back a couple two days later and say what you say you wish you would have said, mm-hmm. and then I come back three four days later thinking the same thing. Like I should have said this net on the second conversation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I, I think, it, and again, I think it comes down to the effectiveness of your conversation. Mm-hmm. If you're having an effective conversation, then it, it shouldn't be a whole bunch of times to bring it up. Depending I can see on what possibly the issue a is. second. Yeah, I can Depending see possibly a second. Mm-hmm. Not always a second. You know, it doesn't right, always have to be you, a second. You resolve it. But if, if you're having like, an effective conversation, what if one it's life or two, changing or some shit? Right. Then you, you're going to taste it. It might be a little different. Right. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's just like you have to you have to talk it out and it's different ways to handle every situation. Right. And essentially, when you guys are talking it to, and working it, when we're all working it out, it, we need to find a practical solution. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we can't be dramatic. Like, OK, fine. Then I'll just never play with you like that again. Right. Or like, OK, I'll just never, you know, that's not a practical solution right. that you know it's just not so you want to come up with something that is reasonable something that and even if it is or sometimes that might be the answer like so, like when Shantae said like I don't want you to talk to me and play with me that way and it, I, you just have to change the way you interact with each partner we discussed that I think True. on a previous episode that like you're dealing with two different people you can't right. different things might trigger right. different right. feelings. Exactly. Exactly. But Understandable. But between a, essentially a practical, a mm-hmm. reasonable type right. of solution that's gonna work for everyone. Gotcha, gotcha. Um and really just trying to look at the perspective rather than being defensive. Like we're getting at this point when we're talking about the solution, the things that we did uh-huh. don't matter anymore. We're right. talking about going forward. So right. we already had our discussion about feelings and what happened. Mm-hmm. When we're coming with a solution, we shouldn't be bringing those up anymore because right. it just pushes buttons for people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like trying to come up with a solution and you keep bringing up what they did wrong, right? Um, and then look if if y'all can't figure out shit, or you just keep arguing about the same damn thing, you guys are coming to an agreement. It's you know you're not adhering to the agreement over and over over and over again. You should probably maybe consider some couple counseling um, if it's really, number one, a relationship that you think is going to work, but just right. you guys, your communication or whatever's off, mm-hmm. you guys need help with. Um, and then also reminding yourself that there's no shame in that. I think any, and just period, any type of counseling therapy has like a negative stigma attached to it for no reason at all. Right. Um, if you want your relationship to work and that's what's going to make it work, mm-hmm. then that's un- that's a reasonable step. Or if else don't be upset. It, fight for it. Right. Or don't be upset when you lose it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's 
Facts. Facts. Good, bad, and reality right there. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and end it with that okay. one. So um, <laughs> there you go. Okay, we can um, move on to the next segment. The Kinky Cravings. What she said, Kinky Cravings. Um, this week we're going to talk about um, sex addiction and how it relates and doesn't relate to polyamory. Bruh. Because Stop I know. She said she knew. I know a lot of people like try to connect, connect okay. the two. And... Face right <laughs> because up, you babe? think you're funny. <laughs> he told her. He told her today when we came in that he was going to uh, talk about her working crazy. He wanted to tell her what it was. I was joking. You feel some type of way? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sex addiction and how it how it does and does not relate to polyamory. Yes, we know um, it's a lot of like stigma that that's just what you know. Sex addict, sex addictive people look Our for, poly. you know, right. and they look for like different avenues that they can get their fix, you mm-hmm. know. So I mean, but it, it's it's possible, and then again, yeah, it's, it's possible not. for the two to right. To, to happen, but I think a lot of people tend to use it as a crutch, to use polyamory as a crutch right. to, or an excuse of their sexual, like, their addiction is, ooh, like, well, I like fucking a whole bunch of people, so I must be poly. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> but I know, um, and it just, you can't automatically assume a person is uh, addicted to sex or... Um, bisexual and a a, a, a lot of, of the stigmas that was behind it. I know, but on another note, um, Shayla is kind of a moderate. Like, That's what I was gonna bring up. I, t- I took a <laughs> sex addiction test. <laughs> I think you should take it. Um, it says I'm at moderate risk of being addicted to sex. It's like 20 questions. Yeah, I don't it. know. <laughs> you know she finna yeah. take it because she want to know. <laughs> but I think that I like sex. But again, but, uh, keep in mind that sex and sex exactly addiction sex is, addiction is like compulsive, right? Right. You, you regardless of the consequences, anywhere, all the time, right? right. Like maybe with random people, right? With, with right. or without regardless protection. of any consequences, your right. loved one not loving you, getting AIDS, getting STDs, like regardless of all of that, you trying to fuck, right? <laughs> I mean, so how does it like not relate? Because what? what in in our situation is I don't feel like really that none of us are addicted to sex. All of us enjoy sex a lot. Right. But yeah. It's a I think there's it's, a difference. It's so. a, a huge difference. And our relationship is not solely sex. And that's literally the difference. Polyamory right. includes number one, everyone's fucking consent. You can't just be fucking out. Everywhere, uh-huh. right? And number two, it includes a relationship and outside love. of sex and bedroom shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like feelings and like emotions and just like falling I said, in love with falling in love exactly. with your partner. It's, just, it's more than just sex, and we have we enjoy each other time mm-hmm. without the sex. The sex is great. All the time. So it's like a plus. Or like an right. Addition. It's right. just a plus. Exactly. Right. That's literally what it is. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like icing on the cake. Right. But I mean, you you can have women and men that that's 
it is addicted to sex and they can seek out different type of non-monogamous relationships if they don't want to be in like the fucking swinger clubs and all the. Mm. It's like it's kind of again. I can see it as being sort of an, a different type of outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I see. I get but, what you mean. I mean because, like I said, it can be like somebody. I can see people coming to it and assuming like this is the this is the type of relationship I need. Right, you know because. Because they can see it as the the solution of their problems because they're like, why do I always think about sex? Why do I want to, you know, have sex with multiple people? Oh, I see this community. Sex therapists. There's therapists for that. And and that's the thing I think is a is that they use polyamory as their therapy. Their getaway. Uh Yeah. Like that's their, you know, and that's not why. And that's only uh, that's why. That's probably one of the reasons why polyamory is so frowned upon because people automatically think, oh. So y'all a whole just bunch do of a whole bunch addicts, of orgies. Nigga. That's what that is. <laughs> right. 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 Do a whole bunch of addicts. Right. And it's really, really not the case at, at all. all. No. Whatsoever. You might have high sex drives or mm-hmm. an open sex life um, or more exploratory sex life. But it, it doesn't mean that you're addicted to sex. Like, even for me and for instance, like, I'm not necessarily, as far as with sex, it's not about... The frequency of the sex, yeah. I like the exploratory version, like part of the of sex, trying different things. Like that's the part that I that makes my head, my sex drive high, not mm-hmm. the how many times I'm having it. It's the the quality of right. it and what I'm doing when I'm doing it. So I don't feel like I'm addicted to sex, but <laughs> I mean, just like any addiction, if it's a sex <laughs> addiction, it's kind of. A illness in a way, correct? Right, and yeah, that's that's really how you should yeah. treat it. So, if you are in a polyamorous relationship and your partner or you is you know addicted to sex, it's not something that you should say. Well, it's okay. Like right. he's poly, so uh-huh. it's good. I no, mean, help but, him or her. <laughs> I mean, what if just throwing it out there? What if you can control it though? What if it's a because you got function alcoholics, functional alcoholics, right. and functional if you can control it yeah right right i feel like you can only can you can only do it for so long Mm -hmm. because even a functional alcoholic like when i when i think of that i think of like someone who can function who's sexually addicted i think of fucking in freezers Mm -hmm. like but you fucking you go fucking a freezer so what's your point in a freezer (sighs) what kind of freezer it don't matter what like at work you're fucking it and so you oh (laughs) Can you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, like I don't know. But so then, who's a functioning sex addict? How can you? How can you be a functioning sex addict? Just like you can be a functional whatever. Well, what does a functioning alcoholic look like? Right. That's um, what I want to know. They just don't seem drunk. I know a lot of functional I, alcoholics. They no, they just they they, they own their shit. They handle their business, and they they take but care they, of their responsibilities. But they alcoholic. they drink. Yeah, when you drink. Every day, and so you're gonna die. That's why they're alcoholic, right? That's why they're alcoholic, baby. Baby, their liver yeah, is gonna shrivel are. up. Yes, but okay, you can get. But sick. that's why every day, then your body, your body is dependent on alcohol. Okay, exactly, and that's why you're so alcoholic. you're gonna die. And you still can function. That's what I'm saying. People still can function. With like, addiction. what does that look like? I'm really Shanta trying to ain't, ain't getting past that part. Like, she can't get past the part of the functioning alcoholic. She like, hold time out. 
Because... Like, you act like it can't happen. Like well, not, I want to see there it. Is, there is. Like, so maybe you go to work in, in their water I've bottle, there's vodka, but you wouldn't tell. Like, there is, like, I work, yeah, I've seen some functioning alcoholics. And you, maybe you could smell it on their breath, but they, I they good. Like, I've seen that. I've experienced it. <laughs> like, nigga, is you drunk? Right, and it, it just, <laughs> like, is you drinking? Are you at work? Are yeah. we at work right now? Bro, and it's just, anyway, it's just, it don't have to, sex addiction doesn't correlate to automatically polyamory. with polyamory. Polyamory is about love, love. you know, even and though. communication. Right. And it's just, you don't have to fuck a thousand times or fuck a thousand people. And again, like with us, because we're a, a close triad and polyamory in a, in a sense is multiple partners. It, it's not limit to limited to three or limited to right. ten. You know, in this war I can see people seeing that it's a lot of fucking similarities. Sex addicts mm-hmm. yeah. So called polyamory. That's just giving it another name. So I seen exactly. this and I might I hate that I didn't screenshot it. Because every time I see something that is based off of polyamory. I always screenshot it because mm-hmm. it's cute. But it was, it was this little, it was a picture, and there was a bird in like four separate pictures. And he's about to explain why he loves poly, like why he likes being poly. Oh, I seen what I seen. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that somebody says is, "So how much sex do you have?" Or mm-hmm. something. And the bird's and just the looking face is like, right. The face is like. Like, never mind. That's not even what I was <laughs> like, going to say. <laughs> right. Because you can see, like, that it spells out the words what he's going to say. Right. And then somebody just, like, says, it's so, like, is it? So you have threesomes every night? Right. Like, <laughs> and then the bird's stupid. like, like no, never mind, nigga. Right. Just, he's like, I don't even want to explain I don't even myself explain to you now. Because you just swearing it's all about sex. sex. But that's a good one. Right. Yeah, that's a good for this topic. Because definitely. And if you feel like, you know, anyone listening, if, if you feel like, Okay, you're you're weighing those two options, and then What's, what is the test, baby? The test here. So, because I know she, I don't know, she just did a little quick search and she found, and you have to be honest on the answers too. Well, right. Let me take it right now. Send it to me. It's, it's twenty questions. Yeah, you, time? you can't do it in the midst of It's on minddiagnostics.org. I just, uh-huh. I'm about to send you guys the link, but um, I just googled sex addiction test, and it was mm-hmm. one of the the right. top ones on there. Like, <clears throat> I mean, but shit. and it was quick. I mean, even if, like, let's say if you are a, uh, let's say if somebody is addicted to sex and they so happen to be polyamorous, that doesn't mean that every every person every person that's considered a considered itself poly is a sex addict. Exactly, and if you're if you yourself are again debating it in your mind, you don't know if you're poly or if it's really just a sex addiction. Then number one. Try to find a sex addiction test and or seek some help. Just ask, right. you know, ask, ask. There's online therapy. There's people you could text right. to be your therapist. There's all kinds of stuff. So right. I mean, just go on and ask. And it's again, like, don't get us wrong. It's nothing that we're like shaming or anything. <laughs> and and, and it, we're not saying that you can't be poly if you're a sex addict. We can't control no. like who's poly and who's not like. Exactly. To each his own, and it, if you're addicted to, but sex it is an addiction. So happen to be poly, consider yourself polyamorous. It's a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Is all that we're trying to 
to make clear. Right. And you may yeah. essentially un- unintentionally be per- perpetuating a toxic relationship because right. Right. you can't control your sexual mm-hmm. desires. You right. know, your partner's trying to do what they can mm-hmm. to, to help, but you keep stepping out, not telling them, you know, and different shit. You going to tell us what you're saying? <laughs> I'm, really, I'm trying it. to listen to y'all and do this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Did you do it already or I'm not? doing it right now. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's not a huge scale, but it right. just tells you what kind of... I feel like this is like a mental thing, though. Like, well, it is. It's an addiction. addiction. I'm like, what the fuck? It's an addiction. Right. So you, it is it's mental. Like some people, it's a lot of reasons why people are right. addicted to things. Because the first question she's referring to is like, how, did you have a sexual trauma in your childhood? Uh-huh. And yes or no. All the questions are yes or no. Right. But that could be a, a root cause of right. sexual addiction. You're, you didn't grow up understanding it properly maybe because of this trauma. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's conveyed. Right. I mean, but, but find out. It's research-backed. What'd you get, by? Don't it you don't have to send it my, to your email. Oh, you can skip it, skip it, and it'll just show you automatically. Because we we want to hear <laughs> moderate. Okay, so what number? Two. Oh yeah, I got two. So she's the same level. She's a, at a moderate risk of sex addiction. He really think I'm addicted to addicted. To yeah, sex. it's just a one out of five scale. Listen. So we could say Shut that me up. and her are not addicted, and we are addicted. You're not addicted to sex. Yeah, so. I ain't saying nothing, and I ain't say I was addicted to sex. Did okay, I? and so I think don't be coming at one more frequently than you do. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the issue. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. take the test, guys. Um, if you be feel healthy. like you need need that help, it's a whole <laughs> lot of um, places, and you can. Do a Google search, an online search that you can look up. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of places. Minddiagnostics.org. Uh-huh. That you, is one resource. And that's the what? That's to get the test. It's a quick 20-minute uh-huh. test. And then it also gives you, like, tests for other type of mental illnesses and sources to reach okay, out to. you no sources, though. Right. But th- you just need to go to the site to get the sources. Right. Boom. So. All right. Now we're going to move on to tips the tips. of the week. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, yes. What she says. She so got a lot. Did you just pop your fucking tongue? <laughs> yes, right, go babe. Why can't you pop her tongue? You know it is. But come that's on, come on. You know, he think I'm ratchet. <laughs> come on, come it's on. Okay, somebody called me bougie at work. I was like, walk away from my desk. We're yeah. done having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you guys believe in curfews? Yes or no? If so, what's a good time? Well, shit, right now is eight p.m. Right, <laughs> nigga. Because if you ain't in the house, I'm they so shooting. So <laughs> well, shit. All of us finna be in by right. eight, oh, nigga. Going straight to the crib. I saw. Um, hello, my bad, my bad, my bad. I heard. I saw somebody was telling me uh, California did they shit like one. at four. No, is it, is it one? I've at just four. seen too is many. Yes. Yeah, and I don't be believing. Oh, why California so four strict? God, damn, yeah. fucked up. Okay, like cause y'all just don't come out because of traffic. You are gonna be out <laughs> right. until right. four. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. My bad, babe. Sorry for interrupting. Um. So with for me, yes. I don't even want to say a curfew. I just, I feel like if you're in a relationship, you common sense should know to come in at a respectable time. Because mm-hmm. if you're coming, unless you text me and tell me that, I don't know, maybe you're somewhere like 
with a friend, like with your mm-hmm. dudes or whatever. And I know you, you're going to come home late. Obviously, I'm not going to start tripping when you walk through the door. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, I would like a text message like, hey, I'm safe, especially now with, what, with what's going on. Knowing that I might be asleep or something or about to fall asleep, just, hey, I'm okay. I'll be home in a little while, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you're fighting or even if you're just con- if if you just continuously coming in at, like, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, I just think that's really disrespectful mm-hmm. and rude. It is. And, and it's going to cause. Doing? Right. And then that's when the wheels start turning. Like, what are you really doing? Like, what's going on? Right. Where you just are MIA and don't right. say shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just why I don't want to call it a curfew. But but it is. It's not. It's common right. sense. And it's, that's why I it's said respect. it's common sense and it's respect. Because essentially, number one, like she said, a safety thing. Right. Num- we're all black. Right. So that's right. just on top. Right. It's a safety matter. Make sure you're safe. Make sure everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's just out of respect for me. Let me know if you're going to be out until 2 a.m. You know, right. we're in a re- relationship where essentially there is those obligations right, to each other. Right, because you're not a bachelor anymore. Right, you're not, you're not single. single. And it's not necessarily a tale on everywhere you go and what you're doing, but essentially a quick check-in. A mm-hmm. quick, hey, this is what I'm doing real quick. Mm-hmm. No, I'll be home later. Um, because, and then especially when you're fighting, I think... It becomes, it's common sense when you're not fighting, right? We typically adhere to it. But then when you're fighting, it turns into a whole whole other thing. Like it's acceptable because you know I'm mad. <laughs> um, um, you know I'm going to stay out late. No. Number one, Bring I'm going to be right back home. double disrespected, even more disrespected if you're not telling me when you're mad, when I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Then when, then telling me when I'm, I'm not mad. Because if we're upset at each other, then... And you're going to be out and you're out all night and you don't say anything or you're out till 2 a.m. or whatever. Like, my mind's going to wander. I'm not even going to be able to think about, you know, our resolution and our conversation after the fact. It's a simple. Right. It's a simple fact of. No, it's just respect. It, It may not even be about the cheating thing. Out of respect. We we always do this when we're cool mm-hmm. shit don't change because we're mad at each other unless we're breaking up right that's the signal you're giving me is that you don't want this relationship anymore because you're not going you're different now right you don't want to do what we always do because you want to be mad so you don't you're not obviously the relationship is not important enough to you or let's say you guys are having an argument maybe it's eight nine o'clock at night and you do leave, you know what I mean? And you do feel like you're staying out. You're going to stay out late. Again, that simple, I'll be home at this time. Or I'm, I'm okay. Clearing my mind. I'm, you know, I need my space. I'll be home. Just giving that person the respect that they deserve. Right. Um, I, and I agree. Um, it's just, we're, um, like, like what we do, like most of the time, I know I, I sometimes have a bad habit of not saying anything. While we're fighting, but I know like the this is where I'm gonna be at. And most of the time, I send y'all the address just in case something do happen, and mm-hmm. you guys can know like the last place I was and who the fuck I was with and shit like that. Just so you know, you can have a, a reference of mm-hmm. of anything happening <laughs> or go right. And again, like I don't want you guys coming in the house all time of the night either. Like you said, like both of you guys said, so respecting. Even 
even if you're out. You know what I mean? Say you say I'm going out with my out with my friends. That don't mean come home at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh you know no, I mean? that's crazy. That don't mean don't stay out all night. And like I've been out with my sister like a few times, and I've told you guys like you know I'll be home late. Mm-hmm. Like I usually leave because I get home, I get tired fast. Right, I'm, I'm even. Right. But I usually <laughs> leave at like eleven. But then you still got to think about the travel time. So I I try to give you guys a, a reasonable time of when I'm gonna be home, but knowing I'm gonna be out late. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna be home at twelve, twelve thirty. I might be home at one. Right. But just keeping that communication. Specific. Open. Right. No, you don't right. have to be right. that specific. Right. I am. I'm just. Like I that. hate being that specific because then I feel like pressure. Like no, I if I want to stay out a little bit longer now, it's like okay. Well, I'm a teacher. I'm coming. Come, right. That means my thing is just having that communication. Saying when you're home, just so I like or like or just coming home. Like I said, if I I don't want to wake up to you not. I don't want to wake up at the five, next day six, and you ain't in, and the you're bed. Not in the bed. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So it's just, again, just come home, even like letting, like letting you know I'm safe. You know what I mean? And then you and then both you guys know I'm, I'm alive. You know what I mean? You guys let letting us know that everything is alright, especially with you guys. I know it's kind of scary out here for me as being a black man, but it's even more scary. With you guys going out alone without me or no male because you guys are women, you know, and women, you know, sadly get taken advantage of. So and it's just sometimes it can be nerve wracking and just like saying like, OK, she ain't outside or not. I, I may text and I don't get a reply in fucking 45 minutes when I know. And then sometimes sometimes your mind wonders, sometimes it don't like it. I don't know. It just depends. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get just bad feelings, and sometimes okay, she just having fun. That don't mean like blow the person's phone up. Like if your girl or your guy say, "I'm going out with the guys," and let them enjoy. Right. Let them enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Right. And that's that's just it. But that's just our. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say curfew, opinions, but I think but... if you're gonna be out past tennish, like let me know. Mm-hmm. 10 is early. It's a little early. <laughs> Maybe 11. I mean, if I didn't know you were going to do anything, like if I didn't know where you were at. 10 is early. Okay. So if I got home from work at, at 7 or whatever, and I ain't heard from you, you didn't tell me that she, that she was going anywhere. Well, that's where that, you that line of commu- tell me. communication has failed because he didn't tell you. Right. He I mean, should be telling right. you Facts. when right. he's going out. Exactly. True. So don't be like sending 10, oh. 10, 10 o'clock check-ins and shit. Well, no, I'm not saying, but I don't feel like every time you go out, you tell us where you're going. That's so, true. Mm-hmm. So then, yes, you need to let me know. Because if you're if you're just going to leave, and you don't necessarily have to tell me every single time, you know, what you're doing, where you're going, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Right. But if I don't know where you're at, and, and that should be across the o'clock. whole board. It should be. It's an issue. Have it all on James because he's the man. And he's always going. Like, well, no. we should be checking in with each other right. too. If that, if something like that happens, it should just right. be across everybody. Right. It's just James everybody. tends to stay out later than any of us. That's right. what I said. He's. I mean, that's just why we got the group chat. Just that we let two people know. We let, like, I'm letting both of you guys know, and Chante, you're letting me and Shella know, and. You're right, it's always both. Right. Okay. Except, you know, when we fight, then y'all want to text one person and shit. 
No, that's typically you. That's typically you. Wait, what? He's saying I'll only text you where I'm at. Next question. What's the tip of the week? Uh, Yeah, that's because he don't want these these games. No, because I don't even be knowing. So, what's the next one? What was the first situation you remember that made you angry or jealous after becoming Polly? Go for it. No, that's oh, me. Um, <clears throat> for me, I want to say watching the two of you being intimate. That's that's going back to jealousy because I that's all I knew was just me and a person. Mm-hmm. So I had to like rearrange my whole thought process and thinking process of I can't be upset because I see two people that I'm with intimate with each other and I'm not intimate with either one of them at the moment. So that was something that was obviously the first, my first issue, because I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like people say, oh, yeah, I can get into a relationship, blah, blah. And then once you get into it, your feelings start to flip flop. You know what I mean? Right. So that I would say would would have been mine. Okay. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for me. I'll yeah. And honestly, I would say it's the same thing. Like it was seeing you guys intimate. Essentially, with but you had oh, already seen me without me involved. Oh, okay, that was completely new. Okay, so and I think that that's going to be with everyone. I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I feel like that's something that everyone's going to kind of go through because it's some if it's something new, new, right? You know that that was like my first like shit, you know. You can't say nothing. Like, damn. Like, this, this, this is a relationship. Right. And you can't be mad about it. Right. You kind of just have to put your ch- yourself right, that's in why check. I got it. Sorry, I don't want to speak over you, babe. Go ahead. Who? Go ahead. Yeah. I was interrupting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just when you put yourself in check. And then I think the next thing would be the time. Mm-hmm. The fact that, obviously, you guys have to have alone time. Mm-hmm. So there is that time of hanging out when I'm not there. And I think it makes it more harder if I'm not busy. Right. Like, we could all three be hanging out. Right. But right, right. you two just are. Right. So, like, those would be the times I feel like I'd be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. But you can't be mad. Right. right. Just like with the homegirl and, um, dang, I'm missing their names right now. Um, you don't need to be saying nobody anyway. Well, they want to be a shout out. But anyway, she was saying <laughs> how like it's important to find if you know two of your partners are going to be doing something without you in it. Don't sit around and not do nothing because right. then you're going to dwell and right. that's all you're going to think about is okay. Well, what are they doing? Right. That's that's most that's what I'm trying to say. That's like a really good time for you to go out and spend time with yourself. Right. I don't know, like, you know, go shopping. You just go, go out do to do something. Eat. Go do something. Right. right. So but that's that granted you know. That's the if you getting your feelings about it. Or oh, you know right. that they're going to be hanging out. Right. If it's just if you know spur it's the moment sprung, you. then. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of, uh, it may not bother some people. It, you know, oh, some I mean? people, right? It won't bother them. Right. Some people True. are just designed that way, I guess. <laughs> I mean, no. it ain't, because some, I mean, I can get it being in your, in your head about it. Oh, damn, they having fun. Like the FOMO. I mean, you might think about it, even if you are doing something by yourself and you think about it. Mm -hmm. Because it's obviously you're thinking about the two people we care about, but you're not there. But again, you can't be upset. Right. That doesn't make sense. Why are Mm -hmm. you even in this relationship if you're going to get upset? 
Exactly. Like, I don't know. I guess with with and with me, it was more so of um you guys um not being like with me after like a argument. Like you guys seem to choose like each other. <laughs> I know he didn't say this like twenty, like 20 episodes. It's facts, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm just, I get I'm it. Just saying, that's, that was the first time. I mean, I don't feel like it now because we talked about it. And I get it. It's like you can't be with both of us if we're fighting, and and I get it. And you guys are gonna click up regardless. I, I've accepted that fact. No, and, and okay I think it. essentially it hasn't happened as much, right? Because I as in what it has like where we link up like if we're right? fighting. Yeah, I guess. But it's I'm, like you said when you when it first happened. So right. Yeah. I'm saying when it first happened. <laughs> no. So okay, like, sorry. Like, all right, like what what the fuck? I would go ahead, be well. Don't <clears throat> don't talk to me. Either. Nah. Yeah. That's rude and petty. Oh, hey, you asked the question. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yes. But I, again, like I I deal with it now because I want you I want you guys' relationship to be strong and I can I get like. I don't want to be like I don't want to be like sexes and be like do the woman needs more comfort because again I like I like that comfort as well. Oh, okay, I was like, where are you, you know going I mean? with that? But I got you. Right, I like that comfort as well. That you can, and it's just like it was is to me. It seemed like every time you guys, if I fought with Shantae, you'll go to Shantae to make sure she's all right and vice versa. But we good. Okay, that's all up. <laughs> I still fuck with y'all a little bit, I'm so but done. we appreciate y'all for tuning in to um, Three Relationship Goal Podcast. If it's your first time listening, we we thank Hello. you and we appreciate the. Um, make sure you subscribe, and to all Review. of our regular listeners, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so Stay much. Stay safe out there. Right. And we are out in a. Um, <laughs> if y'all got a curfew, get y'all ass in the house. And, um. Please be safe. If Might you, as well um, listen to some episodes because you can't do shit. Going to any protests <laughs> or anything like that. Be safe. Be safe. Yep. Be All right. safe. Peace out. We're One love. Here. No Bye. justice. No peace. Bye.